the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name is Dana Southern. I'm here with my friend and business partner, Gary Green. And collectively, we are your car insiders. As we shared each week for going on seven and a half years now, we work for our clients' best interest and their best interest only. And not only does that mean that we're not looking out for the dealer's interest, we're not looking out for our interest. There are many times where I find myself in a position where I am talking people out of buying vehicles because it will hurt them, even though I could easily, if I were a salesperson, convince them that their decision was wise. You know, I'm going to do something that we don't normally do. I'm going to go back and talk about something we spoke about last week. And what we spoke about a little bit last week is about what Dana and I do. And what we do is we deal with people that understand that Dana and I are there to help our clients and we have our clients' best interest at heart. Now, I sat in a general manager's office a couple of weeks ago and it was kind of funny. My friend's niece was at the dealership. And the niece did not want her aunt to know she was there looking at a car. And while I was there, I kind of got a chuckle out of, because the girl didn't know who I was and I happened to be in the office. And the general manager of the dealership was talking to the young lady and he kept telling her, this is not a good decision. I am not, you're not trading this car in and leasing something else. She had bought a car. She has an extremely low payment, but decided she wanted something different. And she would have more than doubled her payment going to a lease on the more expensive vehicle because the equity that she had when she purchased her car was now probably gone. But it was just refreshing to see somebody in a car dealership convincing the girl that the most important thing was you need to stay in your car and this is what we're going to do. I'm going to pay your service bill. Okay, I'll pay your service bill for you. Appreciate all, you know, your family's business, but I'm not going to take put you in a lease that you have to put $6,000 down to get to the payment that you want to live with. And and not only is it 
rare, but there there are several wonderful managers like Gary just described that he and I know across the valley. There are very good people that work in dealerships all across the valley. The the stereotype that everybody's bad, everybody's evil, everybody does bad things is is simply not true. The the key, unfortunately, when when someone goes in to buy a car and it's obviously a, a major purchase and it's something that they don't do very frequently and when I say not very frequently, they certainly don't do it every day for a living. And if it every three, four, five, six, seven, eight years they buy a car, that that is quite a different person than than the dealer who negotiates car transactions on a daily basis for a living and all the other people that work there do the same thing. So it when people go into a dealership, typically the, the whoever runs the dealership is how that dealership goes. And the best way I can describe it is even being at a time in my past, back in around 2005 or six, can't remember exactly, I'd been the general manager and managing partner of a dealership here locally for years. And there was a meeting across the street at another location owned by the same company. The president of the group had flown in and the meeting was being held there. And so I went across the street to go to the meeting. When I opened the door and walked into the dealership, I could feel it. I could feel just the the energy it was so uncomfortable and and it's not even energy <clears throat> energy's one thing it's like the bad vibe maybe, maybe that's a better <laughs> word but I, I can tell you that I you know at the time I'd been a managing partner for years I, I was in a very good position you know as far as the company and I didn't feel comfortable walking into the dealership because of the vibe when you go into a dealership like this young lady did a few days ago, and, and I actually haven't spoken to her. It's a friend of mine that told me about her. She'd seen an advertisement or heard it. In fact, I heard the advertisement myself for one of the local Chevy dealerships advertising 25% off <laughs> of MSRP on I'm all not the- laughing at him, but I got to interrupt him for a second. You're allowed. It was hilarious. I'm watching TV the other night, and I watch Velocity Channel. I watch sports, and I watch car shows. And I'm watching... We like cars. I'm watching this show, and all of a sudden, it comes up. General Motors, for the 4th of July, is advertising 10 to 20% off MSRP on certain vehicles. The next commercial was a local Chevrolet dealership advertising up to 25% off MSRP on certain vehicles. Now, what was unbelievable was, here's the Chevrolet dealership from the manufacturer. Here's the dealer right after it saying 5% more. And right after that was another Chevy dealership saying up to 30% off. So if you are captivated by these interesting commercials like this young lady was, um, she ended up going into one of the facilities that was 
claiming to be making that offer. And they had the exact Camaro that she was looking for. She wanted a, a red line version with a four-cylinder turbo with... A, that just makes me crazy when you say Camaro and for, Mustang and four-cylinder turbo. You know, I, it, even... And, it makes me crazy too. Although, of course, now Gary does have a 5.0 V8 Mustang GT. So, and it's an incredible engine, a great car. Over time, as most people are clearly learning, um, these four cylinders are becoming very powerful. That thing had like 278 horsepower. Well, the the four cylinder EcoBoost in a Mustang. 278. It's th- over 300. Well, maybe. And the crazy thing is, it's more horsepower than my 2005 or 2006 Mustang GT had. And, and that holds true <laughs> for so many different brands. So many people that think they need a six cylinder do not need a six cylinder anymore. The technology has gotten to the point where the power and performance of four cylinders far outweighs the older V8s. But it kind of sidetracked me to where I was thinking. So anyway, this, long, this nice young girl, who I've still not met, went into this dealership to saw the car and then attempted to, to get the advertised deal. I don't know how many hours she was there before she finally either was able to leave or left or got to leave. But I know that it was such a horrific experience for her that she called a friend of mine who happened to call me and I called a friend and, you know, Gary gave an example of a last week where a a client that had a really horrible trade in that the dealership arguably didn't want. And trust me, those cars do exist out there. They have no desire to try to figure out how to get it to the auction. So when that little swing for two, three hundred dollars that they would have normally n- never paid a penny more than to go up to seven hundred dollars, that little change paid Gary's fee by itself, not counting the other things Gary did. But and I, I got just distracted by watching Gary for a second. Um, going back I to this young lady, I I called my friend, and he was able to see the car she had seen. But that car, although it was really pretty much perfect, it was actually her third color choice, not her first color choice. And unfortunately, her first color choice wasn't available anywhere in the valley. But her second color choice, which was white, was, and my friend happened to have it. And what my friend offered was a a deal where not only did he give up all the profit that was in the car, he also took it upon himself because of relationship to give an extra $1,000 of flex cash to reduce the price for my client, meaning that $1,000 below the lowest he could go is what he offered. And they don't offer that to just everybody. Oh, I assure you, they do not. But separately, I still have not heard back. I let my friend know, and I passed on the message to him and I'm sure he passed it on to her but the reality was that that discount even with the extra thousand was probably closer to 20% and not 25% and that's not what she thought she could buy the car for and I don't know if she'll buy it or not buy it but they set an expectation that was not realistic didn't fulfill it and whose fault is that it's you know, and, it, and, and this is the crazy thing Dana says it all the time and he's absolutely correct 
it's the hook to get you into the car dealership. It's not how you leave. It's not how you get there. It's how you leave. Now, I was looking for something on MSN. I wanted to share it. There's 19 different variations of a Dodge Challenger. Is that all? 19. Okay. Now, there are so many different ways to buy a vehicle, and I can assure you this. When they have an advertised special, for the most part, it's not the vehicle you would want to buy. Now, I had a young lady call me, and helped. I helped her last week, and it was kind of funny the way the whole deal happened. We'll talk about it after the break, but remember, special thanks to the Earnhardt Auto Centers. We do business with we do business with everybody, but I got to tell you. Now, there's that, a few places we don't do business with because we do not trust them. They are correct. bad people. And if we know they're bad people, we don't go there. And I will wish you, if that's where you want to go, I'll wish God you all you. the luck. You know, I felt bad. I had a radio show listener call me today and wanted to buy a BMW from Drive Time. Earn. And hopefully he'll allow me to help him and we'll buy a certified car because his exact words were he sees these cars advertised for 10% less than the BMW dealerships. I'd pay 10% more for a BMW certified than I would a car from a mom and pop dealership. We're your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm here with my friend and business partner, Dana Southern. What's your phone number? I'm going to tell them right now. You tell me your phone number. 602-525-1370. And you can always reach Dana at 602-679-8324. If you find the need and you must send an email, you can go to our website. There is a submission page that will send your information to Dana, and he's going to pass it along to me, or he's going to reach out to you. But we will... We just, we're here to help you. And, you know, it's unfortunate, you know, when we talk about not providing certain information, it's, you can do it so many times and you realize that all you're doing is providing information so someone can think they can go buy a car. And and the best part is you get to do that to us once. And from there, if if we're not there with our client throughout the entire process, making sure that whether it's the finance manager or whether it's somebody else that's working there is taking advantage of something that they should not be able to take advantage of, well, ultimately, unless we're physically there to make sure that does not occur, then we're not physically there to make sure that that does not occur. So by giving people prices or or you know, now, certainly, if you want to have an idea of how math works and how interest rates work and, or how leases work or anything like that, feel free to call and I'll be happy to explain it to you. It would be my pleasure. But not get into the what's the best price on this and what's my lowest payment. Um, that that's not for us that, that you can do that yourself. You can do that with a car dealership. You can do that with whoever it is you choose to do that with. We're, we're not here to, to try to figure out how to make what you see or hear be what you want it to be. Every single circumstance stands on its own. 
individual. You mean cra- there's no rule of thumb? Well, there's clearly no rule, young man, as you know. And with that, you know, people have credit that can be looked at completely differently depending on who the lender is. People have equity positions in their cars that can be looked at completely differently based on who's appraising it. When it comes to what is the best price on the car, it's the lowest price they'll possibly give with us sitting there right with you, with them knowing that if we don't make that deal, not only are they not paying us anything, we don't get a dime from the dealerships. They're not going to lose anything there. You are going to lose the opportunity to buy the car. Now, one thing that we, uh, I want to just briefly touch on. So we're in Phoenix, Arizona, and I'm going to tell you about a couple of things that are going up. Price of gas is going up. Interest rates on car loans are going up. They've gone up and they're continuing to go up. Now, I was talking, I was sitting with the finance director the day and he told me right now they're actually having a hard time unless the client has equity going into the loan, getting a car loan for 72 months at less than 4%. And, and if you hear that, there's a lot, I've, I've seen rates come back with people with 780s with rocket ship, perfect credit, aces, straights, and flushes, whatever the right way to describe it is, with a buy rate at 4.04 from Bank of America. Are you kidding me? So if that's the case, and of course... Now we, folks, when, well, listen to what he said. Now what happens if you're the guy with the 660 credit score? You could be three tiers down. Easily. And, you know... Now it matters what you're buying. Now it matters what you're buying because, you know, I have a friend of mine that was trying to convince me to buy a new car and I got a kick out of it. He almost did it. Yeah, but he took the car off the showroom floor and I laughingly said to him, you really think you're going to convince me to buy this car and you're going to waste your guy's time pulling it off the showroom floor? Now, it was a... A unbelievable deal when you hear it out loud. When someone offers you a limited production availability car and says to you, you can buy the car for invoice, and I'll put this much in your trade. Meaning as much as he could have possibly thought he could ever get. Now, I understand that even at invoice, he's got plenty of holdback. He's making his dock fee, but I don't think he's ever sold one of these at invoice. But... I think of everything while I'm on a car deal. So I have very good credit and I have some equity in my car. And I was thinking that if I could get a loan at 72 months and I just used 4% on a $60,000 loan compared to my 0% loan on my current Mustang, well, 4%. At six at sixty thousand dollars for seventy two months, it's a hundred and twenty dollars a month interest. Interest now, interest not that's before you pay for the car. Now, when you see these things now, you used to see zero percent financing for seventy two months with two thousand dollars customer cash. You saw zero percent financing for sixty months with a thousand dollars cash. I helped 11 people in 15 days in October of 2017 buy Dodge Ram pickup trucks 
every single one of them called me and said, I want to buy a Dodge pickup truck because they have 0% for 72 months. Not one of them financed the car for 0% for 72 months because in October of 17, you could get the money at less than 3% and you'd have to give up $8,500 in rebates to get the 0%. Which is one of the other things that you know, so many times people, they, they, they get locked on payment, they think about their monthly budget, they think about what they feel like they can afford. By the way, they often do that without checking their insurance, without finding out whether their insurance is going to go up or down, without, without verifying the rate that they qualify for, and then determining how math works, because I, I've done it lots of times on the show, if you just take $20,000 and Right now, I don't think, or it'd have to be probably a little bit more, but for argument's sake, let's say that you could buy a brand new LX Honda Civic for close to 20000 out the door. Are you with me? Listening? I'm listening. So if you just take the 20000 out the door, you've got a $333.33 payment for 60 months just based on the principal. Agreed? Absolutely. So now they don't have special rates. So, you know, then it depends on what you qualify for. So let's just say that it's a competitive rate and it's, you know, in the 3% range because you have such excellent credit and you can get that. By the way, there are some banks that are even better than that. Gary and I know who they are. We know who can qualify for them. But without boring you with that part of it, the the 20,333 payment by the time you add the interest to it you're probably going to add another 30 or 40 dollars a month to that payment just at 3 or 4% at least a few thousand in interest then you're buying a vehicle that if you're not putting any money down you have to consider whether or not you're going to buy gap insurance but before you get to think about that you are going to be offered an extended service contract well the factory warranty is three years 36,000 miles five years 60 you're going to have to decide on that well if you decide you want it now you're probably in the 370s well now you can't afford it anymore so now they switch you to 72 months and then they sell you more things you have to understand the math and understand how the math works or you're going to be beaten. The number you can reach Gary at is 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana, myself, at 602-679-8324. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, I want to give special thanks to Dennis Lundy and Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen. Troy, the general manager there, just does a wonderful job. They're, they're the most transparent Volkswagen dealer in the Valley by leaps and bounds. And they're not the ones that put the... <laughs> <laughs> I, they're good people. We're yes. going to leave it at that. From, from there, um, obviously with rates going up, with people finding themselves looking at cars that cost more, People, you know, are, are kind of in a position where the average person can't afford the average over five hundred dollar a month payment, now, which means ask- that people have to start to either understand how leasing works and that it's not actually a dirty word, and that for many people it's actually the best solution for them. But for so many people, 
the dealership, I promise you, is not going to build the lease to protect you for your first time around. We would guide you, whether it's cash, lease, finance, how to use it the wisest. I'm sorry, Gary, go ahead. No, no. And, and when Dana says it's not a dirty word, just remember this. A lease is just a different way to pay for the vehicle as you use it. Now, Dana was a managing partner of a Honda dealership for many, 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 many years. And throughout those many, 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 many years, how many times did you see Honda offer a rebate? Never in the life history of Honda. However, that's a kind of a technical term because at sometimes they have had factory to dealer incentives that reduce their costs, but never ever a rebate in their history now or 0% in their history. Now they have 0.9. They have offered that. Okay. But sometimes like to give you an example, 2018 Honda Civic hatchback special APR, it's 0.9% financing for up to 36 months. Now, just think about it. If you did what Dana said and you could buy a Honda Civic and you cannot buy a Civic hatchback for 20 grand out the door, but let's just say it was $20,000 out the door. Multiply that, divide it by 36 months at 0%, it's over a $500 payment. Probably 600. Most people that are looking at a Honda Civic are not looking for a $600 payment. And what happens is at 48 months, the rate goes up. At 60 months, the rate goes up. At 72 months, the rate goes up. And so now. They don't even have a special rate for 72. I, I happen to pull up oh. the cycle. You said something. But here, 0.9% for, for 60 months on a Honda Pilot. If you go to 61 months, the, the rate quadruples. It goes from 0.9 to 3.9. Now, that there are people that, for the life of me, I don't understand. If you took the 0.9% financing and compared it to the 3.9 for the 72 months, it's probably a minimal difference in the payment. But yeah, the payment's probably within twelve bucks, but you pay thousands more in interest. Just, but people do this, and what ha- and this is the sad part. People so many times, and and it's partial, partially because I think our inherent nature is to want to trust. When when people go in, even if they're leery of the car dealer, whether you know it's just a natural instinct or whether it's based on a past experience, but I. I still believe that most people, when they interact with a, a person in the dealership, they they want to believe that everything that they're hearing is accurate and true. And in many cases, with many of the fine people we know, it is absolutely accurate and true. The problem is when people go into a dealership, and you know, we talked about this not that long ago, but it, I'm just so irked about it, I'm going to bring it up again. I, I had a lady who was elderly who needed to get a vehicle and I took her into a dealership many, many years ago that I've never been back to. And this idiot salesperson who'd been in the car business a few weeks said, have you heard about our super preferred 72 month lease? Unbelievable. And I I mean, I could have killed him. I could have, I said, sir, you have no idea what you just said. But let me assure you that if you were to ever help anyone do that, you would be the most horrible person you could ever be. People want to trust, but unfortunately, unless you have someone like Gary or myself to inspect what you expect, you may not get what you expect. You know, and you know, one thing about a lease that you have to remember is most leases you have to have better credit than you would for a purchase. However, some of the manufacturer's leases are set up where they have different tiers. 
But the important part at that point is to understand what that money factor equates to in an interest rate. And when we come back for the last segment, what we're going to talk about is a few things that dealerships will never tell you when they're trying to pitch you on a lease. Now, that's what happens when you get switched from a purchase price to a lease because the payment's too high. They want to get you to still buy a car, so now it's their next chance. Now, Dana, you can always reach Dana at 602-679-8324. You can reach me at 602-525-1370. We're your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. We're here to help you buy a car. We're not here to help sell you anything. always laugh when someone will say to me, what kind of car did you sell today? We didn't sell anything. We helped somebody buy a car. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 9-6 of the Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm here with my friend and business partner, Dana Southern, and we are Your Car Insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. We're there to protect you every step of the way in your transaction. Now, what I want to do is I want to look up that article that I was talking about with the leasing. In the, in the meantime, he referenced that there's a lot of things that dealers won't tell you when it comes to talking to you about a lease, but some of the things that you need to hear are that, or, or let me say that more accurately, a lot of things that you hear that you should not hear that are not true, but come out of salespeople's mouths all the time, or quite often, not all the time, but very frequently. Don't worry about how many miles you put on it. Just trade it before the lease is up. That is a big poppycock lie. When you purchase a car, whether you pay cash for it, lease it, or finance it, if you put excessive mileage on it or higher mileage than what is normal, it affects the value of the car. It doesn't matter if you're leasing it, paying cash for it, or financing it. There's going to be a cost associated with driving excessively. If you drive more than 15,000 miles a year, 20,000 miles a year, 25,000 miles a year, None of those are reasons not to lease a car. They may be the reason to lease a car. Many people think that leases are limited and they cannot be tailored to specific needs. Well, that is not the case. However, most dealerships tailor the lease to the least path of resistance trying to get you to the lowest payment so you'll say yes, not caring how many miles you need a year, not caring how far you must travel, not caring because more than likely most of those people don't plan to be there when your lease is up. Now, when when you see an advertised lease, you'll see terms along the lines of ultra well-qualified buyers, ultra low mileage. Now, Dana mentioned, when they say to you, don't worry about the miles, just trade it. If you don't do a 7,500 mile a year lease, if you're driving 12,000 miles a year. Now, I found the article that I wanted to talk about. 11 things that they don't want to tell you. Well, one thing is you need better credit to lease a car than buy a car. And I agree with that. I, I agree. There's a few exceptions, but as a whole, that's a true statement. Okay, 
many leases are subsidized from the manufacturer. Without question. There are certain cars you can get lease cash on, but there is no rebate on the vehicle. Sometimes several thousand dollars. Sometimes the incentive comes in a subsidized equivalent interest rate and having a money factor that could be virtually as close to zero as zero. Leasing is cheaper up front. I agree completely. You can trade in for a new model hassle-free. That is not necessarily true. Not at all. Um, it depends on, of course, just like if you purchase a car, it depends on the care of the car, the mileage on the car, what you're, you know, how that car holds its value, and, of course, what you're considering getting. But you have the same opportunity to trade it as the person that buys it conventionally or pays cash for it. I don't know that it's easy the way that was described. What do you think, Gary? No, but here's another thing. Most leases, most leases are tailored to three years and 36,000 miles. I agree, and that's wise. Because if you can do that, you're driving a vehicle that's under factory warranty the entire time. In many cases, we'll never have to replace your tires or your brakes or have a major service expense throughout the entire ownership cycle. And there are cases, in many cases, where your lease payment could be well over $100 a month less on a three-year term than a six-year term on a conventional purchase. And the person that does the conventional purchase for the much higher payment, I promise you at the end of three years, isn't going to be in a better position than the person that leased was, regardless of how many miles they drive. You know, and here's the next thing they talk about. You may have to limit how much you drive. If you're leasing a car and you have to stare at the odometer as you're driving. Don't lease. It's not a good thing to do. If you don't take care of your car, if if you're not careful where you park, if you eat while you're in the car, if you smoke in the car and you burn holes in the seat. Now, wait, do you hear all those horrible things he just said? All those things, all those things that he just said that if you were to do them to your lease car, it's probably not a good idea to lease. Well, guess what? If you do those things to the car you buy, you're not going to be in very good shape either. It's the same. It's no different. The difference is that they're taking the risk of depreciation and you're coming up with a lot less money and you get to do a three-year test drive and see how you feel. If you beat up your car, then it's worth less than it would be. Then if you didn't beat it up, it's not like the lease company's going, oh, we're going to punish you because you leased it. No, you're going to be penalized because you damaged the car. You know, they also talk about that many lease companies won't allow you to lease a car and use it for Uber. I don't think I, I don't think you can. And, and I don't well, I, I'm not going to get into this. Yeah. But I, I've I'm just helped, reading what the article says. And well, I, I believe the article is correct. And then separately, I, I happen to have a client that I did not lease the vehicle. That's a separate issue. Actually, she did lease the vehicle and did intend to use it for Uber and did. Um, but now is not happy with the Uber experience. So I'm not going to say anything else about that other than ultimately Leasing is, as Gary pointed out earlier, just a different way to pay for the car. And sometimes it makes sense, and sometimes it doesn't make sense. Gary and I know 100% of the time which is one, which is which. If it doesn't make sense, we're going to tell you, hey, this does not make sense. Correct. If it makes sense, we're going to explain to you why it makes sense clearly and fully so you completely get it and then if you still think you should buy it well it's america buy it but our purpose is not 
to... Our purpose is to help you buy a car. Now, here's one I get a kick out of. He writes, a lease is effectively a long-term rental. If you own a car, even though it's a depreciating asset, you'll likely still have some equity in it once you pay off your loan. Likely? You better when it's free and clear? Free and clear. (laughs) At the end of a lease, however, you may still owe money should you have damaged the vehicle or have excess wear. There's no cash or value you can use put towards another car. Not necessarily true. There are plenty of leases these days that the vehicles at the end of the lease are worth more than the residual. If you've watched the used car market, and of course, I mean, that's not going to be true on a Chrysler 200, and that's not going to be true on a Ford Focus, but there's lots of arguably Japanese cars and maybe even Korean cars and even German cars that without question at the end, well, not too many German cars, but without question, depending on how well it's been cared for, how it looks and based on how strong the used car market is as a Honda dealer, I can tell you, I probably over the course of the 14 years at that dealership probably had, I, I would have to say, at least a thousand of the cars that we bought as lease returns or, or, or took in trade because we would not be willing to give them back because they were worth more than the residual value. So they do stand on their own and you don't lease a vehicle to plan out how much equity you're going to have at the end of the three years because you're not paying anywhere near out of pocket up to that three-year point what the person who buys that vehicle has paid. And if that person still has three years left on their loan, that's what they're facing. The person that leased it at the much lower payment for the much shorter term has a choice. They now, can- if you drive 9,000 miles a year and you want a new car every 36 months, it makes a lot of sense to lease a car. But there is no rule of thumb. There is no – and certain vehicles – Don't lease well. Don't lease well. You know, you walk into a, a, a Chevrolet dealership and you want to lease a Silverado pickup truck unless Not- it's just a vented program. And, and that holds true for, for many different cars. There, there's vehicles that hold their value well. You know, that's the first key because at least you're paying for depreciation. So the higher the residual percentage as a portion of the original sticker price, then, of course, the lower the payment because you're paying for depreciation only. With that, there's so many times where people should not lease it is not a good decision for them. You you have to understand all the pros and cons and understand how they impact you. Because as an example, if you have a really bad driving record and you've had, you know, some you know, issues with your driving, you could find that your insurance premium, depending on the lease company, could be significantly higher because of the coverage you're required to maintain, whereas other lease companies don't require those limitations. There are just so many thousands and millions of things that we know and have learned and continue to learn that we use to help our clients get the best possible outcome. And I don't know how with a, we don't charge you a dime, or at the very end, we charge you less than the average dealership charges to do the paperwork to take your money, then you don't understand what we do, and we can't help you. The average doc fee is $4.99 now, but that's what we do. We help you buy a car. We're not selling you anything. We help you buy a car. We're there to protect you. We have only your best interests at heart. 
Nothing to do with the dealership profiting. I mean, I get so crazy when I see these people walk into these dealerships with these mailers. Now, my wife got one the other day, so I kind of laughed. I went into the dealership, and I was joking around because I wanted to see what I got, and it was five bucks. Lucky. You're the lucky one. Yeah. Anyway, the, the we're here to help. Gary's number is 602-525-1370. Say it again, 602 602- Five two five one three seven zero. If you like yourself and your money, call them. And if you like your money and like yourself, call me six zero two six seven nine eight three two four. We will help you in every way we can. But please, we won't treat you like a customer. We don't have any. We have guests. We have clients. We have friends. We do not have customers. You know. What he was meaning, and I'm going to repeat it, okay? Don't treat us like a salesman in a dealership, and we won't treat you like a customer. Our service is not for everyone. There are plenty of people that enjoy going to the dealership, and they actually think that they forced the dealership to do something that didn't make sense to the dealership. In the event... We don't help you in the event you don't buy a car. We don't charge you anything. We don't collect money up front. We only collect money after you've purchased the vehicle. We are there every step of the way. Now, the other day, I actually left because I had done everything. Wasn't going well with my friend's wife. And I agreed with my friend that it was probably a good idea for him to pay me and me to go home because we're not there to ruin your experience. We want to make sure you not only get a great deal, we want to make sure that you're getting the car that you want and you're getting it the way you want to get it. With that, we can't, in some cases, make you understand how we're able to do what we do. We When we get them to give the lowest possible price and give the very best possible deal. You don't look to us to decide what you'd like to do. It's up to you to decide, but it's not going to get better because we're going to get you the very best deal they're able to offer. Then it's going to be your decision as to whether you would like to proceed. So many people get mired in the price of the car before going to the dealership, then get there only to find out that the package has to be added, that they're going to be insulted on their trade, be hit at too high of an interest rate, wait and spend hours going back and forth to go into the business office, be in many cases misled, not always, there are wonderful, honest finance managers as well, but in many cases misled, value built that doesn't exist, charged far more than it possibly could be worth in many cases not even realize you paid it i have seen so many people's contracts over the years where they're like i didn't know i had that i didn't know i had that really how could you possibly sign a contract and spend that much money and not understand what you did and that's the sad part when people don't understand what they did and they sign the contract if you're not sure what you're signing don't sign it remember you can reach dana 602-679-8324. You can reach me at 602-525-1370. Hope everyone has a wonderful week. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.